This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, hello, kitty lovers. Welcome back to 19 Cats and Counting. I think Rita's up to 20 now. Well, this is why they're forgetting counting. Anyway, after a brief pause from one of our amazing sponsors, we will be back with Rita, your host and my favorite cat expert. And we have an amazing guest. Isabel has just started a podcast and it says covered in pet hair, a boozy web show for pet lovers on Pet Life Radio. If that catches your attention like it did mine, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Moose is the German Shepherd and hasn't had any kind of health problems at all. He has been on Dynavite since he's a puppy. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. We tell anybody that has a dog, if there was something that you could do, Right from the beginning, so that you don't have expensive veterinary bills. Why would you not do it? Get the Dynavite. Dynavite for life. You get some Dynavite, how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everybody. I am Linda Hall, your co-host of 19 Cats and Counting. I am here with Rita. Are you here? I'm here, and Simba just joined in the action. Awesome. Sonny's on my desk, too, but Sonny's a little mad at me today because he's been acting up. Uh, No, you guys know I have. I have 20 cats now. Yes, I do. That's a whole nother story. 20's my max. But um, Sonny's a little upset because some of my cats jump up on the kitchen counter to be fed. And, you know, I can work around them. But he decided he wanted to be a kitchen counter cat today. And for those of you who have seen Sonny on my Facebook or have been here in person, Linda, Sonny's a little bit special. He doesn't quite know how to cat. Does he, Linda? No, there's <laughs> something, you know, a few fries short and that happy meal. I mean, love him for who he is. But yeah, you just look at him and know all the bulbs are not quite lighting up. Yeah. He's just that, yeah, that special kid that you let hang out with you because bless his heart. <laughs> yep, that's how he is. We'll have to do a whole show about Sonny. But right now we have yeah. Isabel Arata with us. Yay! And her newly revamped show i think she had it out before and now she's moving it over to pet life radio covered in cat hair welcome isabel thank you so much for having me but it's actually covered in pet hair because i can't exclude my dogs from it that's right that's right is there anybody out there who doesn't understand being covered in pet hair like raise your hand we'll wait no okay yeah (laughs) i'm covered in pet hair i'm worried Uh about that uh-huh. And it's everywhere. Like now that masks are a thing, I'm so careful. I wash them. I put them in a Ziploc baggie. I put them in my purse. I take them out. They have hair on them. I don't know how yep. that happens. I sometimes find it in my underwear. I don't understand how that happens. Oh, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Everywhere. I have a, I have a three-year-old and a nine-month-old human child. And uh, it's always on my baby. It's always on my baby. Oh. It's like she's eating food. It's in her food. Yes. I have no idea how it got there. 
We have yeah. a Roomba that works overtime, but it's still everywhere. So yeah, yeah well, exactly. Covered in pet hair. No. Yeah. You know, they say when kids grow up with pets that they have less likely to have allergies because they're exposed to the dander. And boy, your kids are really getting exposed, aren't they? They are. They're getting exposed. And let me tell you, with, with lockdown um, and not having any help, outside help, whether it's right. childcare or housekeeping care, yeah, they're getting a lot of exposure to the dogs, the dirty, uh-huh. smelly dogs uh-huh. that like to roll around outside. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I have a chihuahua that it... I literally have tried to brush her until it stops. You know, you brush your cat and then, you know, eventually there's not as much in there. No, really? I don't I understand. I don't <laughs> understand what is with this dog. It just keeps coming and coming yeah. and coming forever. And she's a little dog, Linda. How much hair could she have, right? Honey, it's it's amazing. It's one of those phenomenon in life, like the missing sock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell us about the owners of your pet hair, Isabel. Who are the pet creatures in your household? Right now, we have three dogs. Titan, who just turned 13 and a half yesterday. Uh, He is my old town dog. Yeah, He's my soul. He's my the love of my life, is what I call him. And uh, we have Kira, who's our youngest. She's a Border Collie mix. She's a little neurotic, but we love her anyway. I love Border Collies. They're so beautiful. Yes, they are. And she's so active and so fun. And she's like your quintessential dog. But she's so anxious that she almost gives you anxiety just from watching her exist. Uh Um, So she's just I think it's just working dogs that don't get enough exercise. And obviously we can't like we're not working her. So as even if we walk her every day, it's not enough. So she's still just like has this like little jump in her step all the time that's yeah. not necessarily like happy it's like a little edgy so we call her neurotic but she's the sweetest mm. thing and awesome with the kids oh, and then yeah. we have we have a little pomeranian jindo mix who's a retired army veteran Aww. his name is radar i love it <laughs> radar <laughs> like from mash <laughs> yeah yeah radar he um he was the platoon mascot in Korea when my husband was deployed over there. And when their unit was coming home, the person who had adopted him for the unit was like, I have too many dogs. And my husband, who before even I came into the picture, acquired every dog he could find anywhere. Oh, he doesn't that. know how to say no to, to pets. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he I get on. it. He's, he's a little old now. I mean, he's older now. He just had an iniquitation. He's a one-eyed dog now. Um, because had, yeah, but you know what? Dogs are so, and cats too, they're just so resilient. We were all so heartbroken that he had to have his eyes out, and he didn't even, he hasn't even noticed. Yes. Oh, I know. My mom has a one eyed dog, and she doesn't know any different. Yep. And I have a three legged cat. My mom has a two legged dog and a three legged dog. Um, Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you look for the unadoptable ones with the problems, and those are the ones attracted to the Reimers household. Yes. I tell everyone, Rita will tell you she's at her max, but somebody puts up a picture of some one-eyed, three-legged cat, and she is on her way. That is her cat. (laughs) Or like this week, two seniors that were surrendered together and had been in the shelter for three weeks, sharing a cage and not doing well. You know, the people at the Lancaster shelter here know I'm a soft touch. They knew I lost two. I theoretically had two openings. So yeah, they're here. I'm back up to 20. Going back to the herding dogs, Linda, your friend Cheryl has a herding dog. Tell you know, me. I was thinking of Soph. Yeah. Sophie has since passed. But yes, she was, I think, is an Australian shepherd. And she was, 
the most amazing. I loved Sophie, love Sophie, love Sophie. But Cheryl would bring her over here. So Cheryl lives mostly alone. Cut Occasionally one of her grown kids is there, but mostly alone with two dogs. And then she would bring Sophie over here where there's, you know, like five people living and all these cats and dogs. It drove that poor dog insane because they're herders. They want control. They want to know where everybody is. And, you know, if somebody was upstairs, there's two people in the living room. She's losing her marbles. You need to be together mm-hmm. where I can watch you. Yeah, she was a wreck. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they're a little intense. I guess we should use the positive word. They're yes. yes, lovers. They really want to be a part of the family and they want right. to, you know, make sure everything's in line. And with the kids, I can't, I really can't ask for a better Set of yes. dogs. Oh, is, sure. What I mean, a great kids. babysitter. Yes. Yeah, kids and <laughs> kids and dogs are not it, it, are not. Cats are smarter. I feel like cats like will avoid the threat. Yes. A three year old is a threat, and they'll avoid them. Dogs aren't always that smart. They kind of <laughs> yes. like are like, oh, are you going to hit me again? And they just kind of stay for it. And so, uh, luckily, they're they're the sweetest dogs and they are smart radar's kind of like a cat he's a pomeranian jindo and he's kind of like he's a cat he sits on the back of the couch you know the the the, the headrest of the couch just like a cat would yep yeah he loves my grandmother who's been here for a while with us during quarantine and he like waits for her every day to like sit on her lap and he's just like sits on her lap like a little cat and she she does behavior yeah yeah he's he, and he and he's smart because he does avoid the toddler. He's like, oh, the toddler's here. <laughs> Although, how many adorable photos have you seen on Facebook and videos on YouTube with cats cuddled up with toddlers sleeping? Yes. So adorable. Dogs, too. So some cats don't really avoid the toddlers. They just wait for their quiet moments. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, my my toddler doesn't have any quiet moments. <laughs> so I, I could just see the, the, the energy levels of everybody involved because... My child is bouncing off the walls all the time. So you have your hands full with the dogs and the kids and a husband. So what possessed you to start your radio show? And tell us a little more about what boozy means. Okay. Well, I would be happy to. So what possessed me? That's a good question. I was, when 2020 started, I was a pet care business owner in the D.C. area. Yep, me too. Uh, COVID. (laughs) Yeah, right? You know, uh, COVID has done to me what it's done to many small business owners, where it's obliterated my business. Me too. And yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, you know, it's almost like our industry doesn't exist right now. That's true. That's true. In-home pet care is uh, obsolete at the moment. I think it's going to recover, but it's going to be a while. So when I shut down my business, I didn't want to give up the 12 and a half years I had put into the industry and my knowledge and my commitment my dedication to animals and pet parents. Mm-hmm. So I was uh, watching TV one day and I got the inspiration to revamp my existing podcast, which I hadn't worked on in a long time just because I, I had my children pretty close together. Um, the last time I podcasted before quarantine was like 2017. So I said, why don't I revamp this covered in pet hair and just do a completely different thing Mm -hmm. And make it so that I can still continue to contribute, but in a creative way, which is really important to me, and a social way, because I I don't want to just put another podcast out there that's not any different from what's already out there. And so Boozy is uh, (laughs) is, is the 
operative word. It's kind of a, a really big part of it. And if somebody were to watch my podcast without any kind of idea of what I was doing, they'd be like, why are they drinking right now? Um, <laughs> why is because of 2020. Do we need another reason? Stole that right out of my head. So my goal is to make it like a late night show. You know, like any late night show that you watch, like the Graham Norton show is one of my inspirations. Watch what happens live um, inside the actor's studio. But, you know, like a conversation that you would have with somebody who's important in the industry in a social way, like as if you were sitting at a bar at a conference, you know, when we all went to conferences and you would meet your peers Mm -hmm. and you would chat about their lives and get to know them and, you know, make connections. I want that to be the show. I want it to be casual and fun. And when I presented it to Mark Winter, executive producer of Pet Life Radio, he kept asking me, so what makes it different? What makes it different? And I kept saying, you know, get to know people personally. And he's like, we do that. And I'm like, you know, just trying to make it so that it's pet experts are more accessible to to pet parents he's like we do that and I was like it's boozy and he's like done I'm in (laughs) so like all the kids go to bed and you finally get the pets to settle down and you sit there with your glass of wine and talk about why you're covered in pet hair (laughs) Exactly, because everything that all of us do in the pet industry pet parents included is basically everything we do we do covered in pet hair oh sure that's just the way right so yeah. that's what I want to do. I just want to make it really accessible and fun. And it's actually been therapeutic for me because I'm a super social person. I'm very outgoing and an extrovert and being quarantined since I was actually, because I was pregnant, I just had my second baby in February during oh, flu wow. season. I was kind of laying low before this even started. Wow. So I kind of quarantined since December of last year. Oh my gosh. I thought it was temporary. You know, I'd have the baby, spring would roll around, everything would go back to normal. But it hasn't been. So this is really nice. All of my um, interviews, I I video them as well as we record for Pet Life Radio. We record the audio. And uh, I get to see these people and have share a drink with them and catch up. And it's the only social interaction that I've had outside of my, you know, my immediate family since before my baby was born. Yeah, I understand that. I live with 20 cats. I'm the only human here. I don't even see my parents that much. They're five minutes away. But, you know, my dad's going to be 82 this year. Holy cow. And um, at the end of the month, my mom just turned 75. So if I go to the store or the doctor or something or the vet, I don't want to see them until I know I'm clear. I don't want to bring them anything. Even though they go out here, there, and everywhere, you know, because they think they're (laughs) immune to everything. At least they wear a mask. But, you know. I'm an introvert, so at first, being, you know, housebound was not a big deal. I was like, hey, this is my lifestyle anyway. Now I'm like, I just need one day away from my cats. I love my cats. I just need one day with no cats. One day, just one. Yep, yep. (laughs) Well, and you're locked in with a baby and a toddler, too. I mean, like, I felt my brain cells dying just thinking about that. (laughs) I mean, really. did you just say that I'm hostage with them? Is that the word I that you use? I think so. Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> that's just <laughs> right where I put myself. Thinking, oh, I love kids, and there was a time in my life when I thought I would just want kids till I was in my hundreds. And no, my oldest is 32, my youngest is 15, and yeah, uh. the thought of full-time toddlers and babies, and oh, yeah, no, just well, it's oh. a lot. 
on that that. on that note let's take a very brief break and come back and talk about dogs and cats and toddlers oh my (laughs) we'll be right back molly here's your dinner (laughs) zeus that's not your food Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, welcome back to this episode of 19 Cats and Counting. No, I'm not changing the name, even though I have 20. That's the I'm counting. So we were just talking about being held captive in the house. <laughs> I'm me with my 20 cats, Isabel with her three dogs, two kids and husband, and Linda, whose household just expanded from uh, eight cats to 11. Yeah, uh, and her adult daughter just had to move back home due to um, tragic circumstances due to COVID. But we're all battling the full house syndrome here. Yeah. <laughs> yes, my uh, my son in law passed away from COVID on August twentieth, and so yeah, my daughter came. Which every thirty two year old wants to move back in with mom, right? What who, what better idea is there than that? Yeah, she's thrilled. Um, but so she came back and she brought her four cats with her. And so we've had a lot of integrating and yeah, I would really like to escape to someone's house for a while. <laughs> it used to be my house, but now I have 20, so it's no better. Right, right. We were going to meet somewhere in the middle and have like a little getaway, but you know, COVID can't do that. Yeah. So the next best thing will be tuning into your show, Isabel. And having yeah, well, you have, I want to have you on as guests. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be wonderful. Yes. So when does your first episode air? Monday, right? Monday, December 7th is the Dang. first episode. And what's funny about that episode is that the person who actually introduced me to Mark, the executive producer of Pet Life Radio, is my first guest. So obviously, he's a very good friend. I had I called him to ask him if he thought that a boozy a web show for pet people would be something people would respond to. And he was like, sure, why not? Let's do it. Right. Who's the guest? Or can't you tell us? Yes, of course I can tell you. His name is Tim Link. He's an author and animal communicator based out of Georgia. I actually met him as a client of his years ago when I had to make a big decision. And I talk about it on my show. I had to make a big pet related decision. Um, And I, yeah. And I, you know, when you don't know what to do, you're like an animal communicator. He can talk to my pet. Okay. Why not? Let me try it. (laughs) And it's a, it's a great story. And he's been a very integral part of our family since because he really does give great advice. Um, And sometimes you just need somebody to tell you what you already know. Mm-hmm. And he is such a charmer, southern gentleman, and just such a fun interview. 
it did get a little salacious too. It got a little bit, you know, risque, <laughs> which is fine because it's a late night show and we're drinking. Yes. So it's really an audience of 21 and over is what I'm going yes. after. Oh yeah. Um, obviously. But, but when my mom watched it, I was like, sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> and so, what did she, she say? She loved it. She thinks oh, it's great. She, you know, when you're, as I'm sure you are, you come from pet loving families. So like, Having a, a show where you talk about the life just in general with pets as a big part of them is very normal to her. So wine, pets, I mean, it's, it's part of our daily life. So we, she's totally on board and she loves it. I love it. I think this sounds like so. I'm seriously like looking forward to catching this because Me I just too. think it sounds like so much fun. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go subscribe to it so I don't miss an episode. And do you know Arden Moore, Isabel? She's also got a radio yeah. show on Pet Life Radio. In fact, yeah, she was our guest Arden. last week. Oh, good! I, was, I can't wait to hear that show. Yes, I was actually thinking that Arden would be a good team up for the boozy show because oh, for sure. Arden was a bartender in another life. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know. So and yeah. I, I already have a game for her. So I start my shows with a little intro, with a little hi, what are you drinking? And then we go into a game. And I personalize the game to every guest. And I already know the game I'm playing with. So Ooh, I amazing. wait to have her on my show. Yes. She oh, did she, a show yeah. once that she was teaching people how to make, well, it was something about a Dr. Pepper or something, or it tasted yeah. just like Dr. Pepper. Yeah. She hosted a show with um with the... Uh, Cat Fanciers Association, and at the yes. end, she made a flaming drink with a Dr. Pepper thing. Yes. Yeah, she would definitely be down with your show, for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's gonna make my homemade cocktails look terrible, but I'll take it. Ah, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, you you were mentioning, like, you know, we're all stuck in the house, and the one thing I, I miss about the pet care industry is the conventions, the pet sitting conventions that we used to have. You know, we yeah. went to two that were hosted by Josh Curry. I know he doesn't host them anymore, but other people do. But I miss being able to meet other people in the industry and talk about our war stories together. Yeah. Linda and I have talked about, you know, reaching out and maybe doing some kind of group for pet sitters. But I'm so removed from that industry now, I'm, I'm not sure. But I think that your show would be an awesome way for people in the pet care industry to get together and let their hair down, listen to your show. Yes, have absolutely. A dream. That's that's the goal. You know, when I started the Wag Pack, um, that was the name of my pet care business in Northern Virginia. I didn't know anybody in the industry, and I felt lonely. It wasn't there was no pandemic. It wasn't there was no quarantine, mm-hmm. but I felt lonely. Mm-hmm. I felt like it took a long time to get to know people. And once I went to the conferences, which luckily I could afford to go to, right? Um, I went. I started my business in 2008. The first NAPS conference I went to was in 2010. And I still know so many people from that conference. Actually, mm-hmm. somebody I met in that conference was my second guest on my show, ah. Jessica Wire Bartlett. Yeah, so she was she's uh, she runs a pet care business in the Seattle area and she married a the cat guy. Like he runs the Critter Room. His name is John Bartlett. And he ah. like is I think you've probably heard of him. And he and, and she got, they met at a, at a Jackson Galaxy event and mm-hmm. they fell in love and now they have like a million cats. Okay, oh, that's the it. coolest story. That's the coolest love story ever. Yeah. Exactly. I dream, like I, an episode. I can't wait. I, I dream of meeting a vet so I don't have to pay vet bills. 
Yeah, your next. Smart lady, smart. Yeah, yeah. Forget that doctor lawyer stuff. Your next husband needs to be a vet. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> That'd be worth its weight in gold. <laughs> Actually, Linda, your husband was not raised in a cat loving household, was he? No. Well, my husband was raised on a farm and, you know, the mentality is that cats are utilitarian. You know, they're out there in the barn to kill the mice, whatever. And they didn't have any in the house. So when I first brought it up to my husband, our daughters, Cassie and Lizzie are cat fanatics and he just, no, 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 no cats. I hate cats. Okay. So Cassie wanted to volunteer at a local cat rescue. She was under 16 at the time. She's, goodness, 22 now. And um, How'd that happen? I don't know. I don't know. I just got sick to my stomach thinking about it. But anyway, um, so she had to have someone go with her. So I went with her. So I fell in love with Subra, who is currently laying on my legs right now. And oh. so did she. And we come home. We're talking about this cat, talking about this cat, talking about this cat constantly until finally he said, one, just one cat. <laughs> 11 cats later. Right? Uh-huh. We all still remember, we all stopped like, our pigs flying? What's happening? You know, what did he just say? We get the one cat, and of course, Jackie recommended that they do better in two. So, okay, two. Just two. Yeah. That didn't work out well. And and you know what? If I walked out right now, there'd be a cat in his lap. I guarantee you. So, Mr. Cat Hater is over it. <laughs> well, yeah, when we did the pet safety seminar with uh, Arden, yeah. He had a cat right with him, sitting right yep. there. The yep. cat that doesn't like anybody but him, right? Yes, yes. She was strictly Lizzie's cat, and then Lizzie had the audacity to go away to college, which offended Baca greatly, and she kind of mourned by herself for a long time, and then she attached herself to Brian and just went, okay, fine, you'll be my person. Okay. And you can convert <laughs> yes. cat haters to pet lovers. Yes. They say that there's no love greater and the love between the dad that didn't want the pet and the pet. Yeah. Yes, true <laughs> That's story. It's very true. Yes. My, yes. My, my mom runs the uh, Humane Society of Lancaster, South Carolina here. So they had eight dogs till recently. Two of them got older and passed away. But the one dog that they have, Pepper, my dad didn't want any more dogs. So my mom's like me. The ones that are not adoptable, they end up in her house. And Pepper is my dad's dog. He didn't want Pepper, but... That's his dog. That's the dog that goes in the bedroom and watches TV with him every night. Pepper, yeah. He's like, I don't want another dog. No, I'm not. No, that's his dog. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) They worm their way in. They do. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm just visualizing. Yeah, you get a couple drinks in. You just start letting it all loose. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. Oh, yeah. It is. It's fun. It's real fun. And I... I look forward to, I'm going to start thinking about what game we're going to play when you all are on my show. I can't wait. Something cat themed. Well, it could be dog themed. I was raised with a dog. I don't hate dogs. I'm just, my natural inclinations are more toward cats and they fit with my lifestyle for a long time. You know, being single and owning a, a pet sitting company and being the main pet sitter for a while, you know how that goes. If, if you don't have someone else in your home, there's nobody to take care of your own pets. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So a dog just didn't work with that lifestyle. And yeah, I think we've... if I brought a dog home now, they'd throw me out, these 20. They'd oh, go. they would. They'd, they'd change the locks, yeah. Yeah, they'd lose that would their take a very That would take a very special dog. Yeah, yes, yes. Dogs are so, you know, letting the dog us. I live in Ohio. There's snow out there. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> oh no when i hear about you people walking dogs you know dog walkers in those kind of like buffalo where i'm from god bless you i couldn't do it right I oh agree. i would never i would never live up there um, my husband's military and he talks about fort drum but i'm like absolutely not i'm not going there and we uh-uh. we're currently in el paso texas that is known as sun city that's where uh-huh. i want to stay sun city works for me yeah, I, I love Texas. I always thought if it wasn't so darn hot, that would be a state I would love to live in. I love Dallas and Houston and the people of Texas. Just, you know, everything's bigger in Texas. It's true. They're just awesome. It people. is. It is. It's yeah. great. I love it. I didn't think I would fall in love with it, but I'm actually thinking that El Paso is going to be home once my husband oh, retires. That's right. wonderful. I worked for Bank of America years ago, and they sent me to Dallas for a few times to work. And I just something about that area, Dallas-Fort Worth, I just really felt comfortable there. Houston was a little big for me. Um, mm-hmm. What's that college town? Austin. Loved Austin. Austin. That kind of had a northern feel to it. I felt like there was a lot of northerners there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Austin's great. Yeah. My goal is to move to South Carolina. I fell in love visiting Rita. You know, it's so much warmer and you do get a little bit of a change in seasons and you do get a little bit of snow, but then it just disappears. Mm -hmm. There's no shoveling involved. It's so funny. My parents moved to Lancaster, South Carolina, and I thought, I'm never moving to Lancaster. It's too small. There's nothing there. I lived in Charlotte, North Carolina. Well, guess what? I live in South Carolina now because I live in a nice house with land around it and nobody bothers me. Mm-hmm. But you're close That's to Charlotte. Nice. So if you need yeah. something, you know, yeah. yeah, it's you're not disassociated from the world. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I mean, it, and there's a little town here, Lancaster. I just love it. And, and I can't see me going anywhere else now. Definitely not back up north to Buffalo. Oh, no. Uh, no, no, no. What time will your show? Are, is your show going to be live or do you pre-record like we do? We pre-record just because uh, with technology, I don't want to risk anything. Sure. Um, so we record and I usually record on Saturday afternoon. So it's really, truly like a let your hair down kind of interaction. Love it. And uh, it, it will air on Pet Life Radio whenever Mark is you know ready to air it. I do have the video portion of it on YouTube that I'm going to air around happy hour on Monday. So awesome. I I'll look forward to that. Around, I think I'm doing 4 o'clock mountain time. So that's 5 o'clock central, 6 o'clock eastern. So I feel like everybody can, you know, lay, let their yes. hair down around that time. Sure. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, and if they Definitely. miss it and, you know, they can come back later and, yeah. Exactly. If they don't get to relax and take their shoes off and grab their drink till 11, it's there. They can go. I'd love to have you back on in the future. When Linda and I are feeling better, we usually do video and audio for certain guests. And then I do like you do. I put it up to YouTube. But Linda and I are both getting over colds. You know, Linda's still getting over the remnants of COVID. So today was not a good makeup day for us. (laughs) I hear that. That's always a consideration. Good hair day, good makeup day, good lighting. I will say I love my ring light because it does make me look so nice. Yes. Any last words for us, or do you have a website where people can go? Yes, they can go to www.coveredinpethair.com or Covered in Pet Hair on YouTube. And please subscribe, like, and uh, hit the bell so that every time that I release an episode, you can find out right away. Yes. And Monday, yes. uh, September 7th, will be the first 
the premiere and then Mondays every week after that. Yahoo. I it. can't wait. I'm looking forward to letting my hair down and having a little non cat time. I'll lock them out of my office for a yes. half hour. I can do that. So sounds we, awesome. I want to thank you so much for being one of our most special guests on 19 cats and counting. So happy to have my co-host Linda Hall back. And of course, as always, Mark Winter, who does such an awesome job for us. And I'm honored to be part of the Pet Life Radio family. I'd like to remind everybody, though, every day is Catterday. We'll see you next time. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.